0: get it. Radical to commerce, you want to test AB, on your PDP, pump the that AOV, and your B2C, do the 301, avoid the 404, push your SEO, get people to the store, got the latest stack, headless, you react, you want that seamless customer experience attack, live shopping, social, set up your syndication, be relevant, that's our recommendation. Radically Smarter Commerce is a podcast presented by Aptus with a focus on smarter commerce and merchandising. And we will talk about trends, new technology, and the importance of being relevant.
1: We will do this by interviewing exciting guests to be inspired by their success stories and insights.
0: And we that are your hosts is Thomas Sjöberg.
1: And Frida Olsson.
0: And we are back with a new episode of Radically Smarter Commerce. How are you, Frida, today?
1: I'm very fine, thank you. I'm so excited about this episode, especially this episode I would say why I just have so much to learn <laughs> I realize okay uh, which is quite funny as me being a visual merchandiser but I've never I never worked in the in the field uh, that we're gonna talk about uh, together with Andreas today.
0: yeah. And I think also it's interesting because he has a very long experience within the industries, different kinds of companies. And uh, we're going to talk about product discovery. And there is different situations where the customer behaves in different ways. And also, which I think you are referring to, Frida, is that we see that the visual search and visual browsing is something that is coming more and more. And I, I guess in your field, Frida, where you have a lot of experience within fashion, that is something that is very relevant.
1: Yeah. Yes, it is. And, I, and like I said, I'm, I'm, um, I'm quite surprised I haven't come across uh, the visual search in, in, the, in the companies that I have worked for. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting to, to hear Andreas talk about more uh, that and also discuss maybe if you think it's an important feature in the future and, and maybe the obstacles for using it.
0: Yeah, I think that sums it up good. So uh, without further ado, let's talk to Andreas. Today's guest is Andreas Stighell, Chief of Operations at Home Furniture Nordic. He has, for instance, been six years at cd as a marketing director and chief of operations, then four years at Preziakt, also known as Price Buy internationally, as chief of operations and acting CEO, and now more than a year at Home Furniture Nordic. So welcome to the show, Andreas.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Thomas. Glad to be here.
1: Great to have you here. Um, the company group name Home Furniture Nordic might not be so known to everyone, but I know that there are f- more familiar companies or brands underneath it. Could you tell us a little bit more about that?
2: Sure. Um, home Furnishing Nordic is the mother company of, of, uh, of quite a few uh, consumer brands within um, home furnishings, really. So uh, I think uh, the listeners might be more used to brand names such as Trademax or Chili Furniture Box. Um, and in Finland, we have Kordin, uh, which is a, a quite common name over there. Uh, we also have a small site named Wegot in, in in Sweden. So we're active in all in all Nordic countries. Some brand names are are the same uh, in all countries, and uh, some are some are local.
0: Okay, so so which one is the largest part?
2: Trademax is the biggest brand, uh, followed by Chile and Furniture Box.
0: Okay, so could you give us any other sort of indication about the size of these companies and yeah, the amount of um, employees, revenue, markets, products.
2: Yeah, um, home Function Nordic as a whole. I can't give you give you um really really fresh numbers since we are part of the B H G group, uh, which is noted in the Stockholm stock exchange. But 2019 total turnover was roughly 1.5 billion Swedish kroner. Um, Sweden is our our, our major market, uh, and Trademax is the biggest brand. Okay. So we are. Pretty big in, as, as an e-com, um, player within, you know, home furnishings. I'd say we're the biggest one quite by a bit.
0: Not counting IKEA then.
2: Yeah, actually, I think we used to be bigger than IKEA online, but the last numbers they shown, they might have passed us. Oh, okay. I think this COVID-19 thingy really, really pushed, uh, IKEA sales, uh, online as well. Yeah. We're not sure about the numbers, but, but, uh, they might be bigger now
0: yeah and i mean you have been uh, as i know trademarks is that you have been an early pioneer within as uh, an e-tailer and and a reis tailor with with a lot of in-house skills when it comes to technology isn't that right
2: yeah uh, we have we have our own platform and, and stuff like that and uh, uh, we still have one of the founders um working for us as our as our cto so uh, i guess that that says something um so yes um, quite a lot of, uh, of our own, of our own tech stack.
1: It sounds from your, your career that you have worked with a lot of different product discoveries. I mean, with CD-ON being a marketplace and, and Price Buy, which is a price comparison site, and now Home Furnishing Nudic. Uh, what are the main differences according to you?
2: Um, well, there are quite, quite big differences, but also a lot of similarities, of course. If you start with, with on I'd say, um, a lot, a, a lot of sales are really, Um, people knowing at least roughly what they were looking for and making sure they could find that product as easily as possible to a a good price and and obviously a a good shopping experience. Uh, And then we worked a lot with with campaigns and push activities uh, to really make people find new things. But then during my time there, we started the the, the cd as a marketplace uh, idea uh, and all of a sudden it became more important making sure that uh, customers or users found our new products as well. And then the discovery, uh, part became all of a sudden much more important and, and making sure we, um, dedicated some real estate on site, etc., also for the new categories. But, but all in all, um, most of the sales, um, or, or the product discovery from, from people knowing at least roughly what they were looking for. Um, then at PreShacked, um, the discovery phase is quite similar, even though uh, there are many use cases obviously, but the most common use case is that people knew what they wanted exactly. They wanted to find it as cheap as possible. Um at a reseller that, that, that could deliver the product um in within reasonable time and, and had a good good uh, good reviews and, and and so on. But there are also other use cases for Precect where um you really want to go um upper in in, in the funnel so to speak and, and uh Become a player also in discovery phase. Yeah. So let's say you know roughly what you want, uh, making sure people uses the filters and and um, um, being being a part earlier in the customer journey. But one, I think the most important differentiator between Prisac and CDON is that Prisac never uh, wants to um, tell you what to to buy. So it's up to the, the user to really objectively, so to speak. Uh, try to find the product they want and then make the decision by themselves. While at CDO, obviously, you wanted to to do some sales steering, um, as as all retailers want.
0: So I've used Priceyact a lot for product comparison. So basically, I, I knew roughly what I wanted, but I wanted to to compare different models or maybe different manufacturers. And what was helpful as well was to be able to see the community and what they posted, so not just simple reviews, but also go into the community and look what they're posted and, and their discussions, because that was integrated with the actual price comparison part, right?
2: Yeah, that's the the min uh, part you're referring to, right?
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: uh, that that was uh, I think a fantastic idea the making. Melting those two do, two parts together back in the days.
0: And PriceRunner didn't have that, right?
2: No, 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 not 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 at least nothing that can be compared to that. But uh, on the other hand, these these old forums such as Hemby, uh, might not be that important these days.
0: Is it more social media today, or uh, what would you say?
2: Yeah, I think so. Uh, people people searches for information in, in, in different places and. In, in the old forums, obviously the old forums might be important as well, especially for 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 the community that's that's used to to, to hang around there.
0: Yeah, for the audiophiles and such.
2: Us old guys, <laughs> we, we <laughs> like me Uh but sure, it's it, that is one one major use case and something that we at Prezact, when I, when I was working there, wanted to 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 take a bigger chunk from to really become the, a, a guiding partner, so to speak. And uh, super important to be transparent and not trying to push specific products or or uh, or, or resellers because that would be yeah that would be against everything that that is Prezec really
0: yeah so e and older guy is 40 plus and TikTok it's uh, 30 plus and <laughs> I don't
2: know. yeah but I mean Prezec is a really big site I think they have uh, a lot of users in in, in all kinds of of uh, demographics really yeah but then yes I think you guys middle-aged men uh, that likes tech takes things is, is 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 prime candidate for being a heavy user.
0: Yeah, guilty as charged.
2: So and now at uh, um, HFN there are similarities but also differences. I'd say the main difference, besides us now selling home furnishings and interior uh, only, is that there are really no consumer consumer brands when it comes to to the furnishings. So if you think of how you when you look for a for a new sofa, it's not that you're searching for a specific brand. You have an idea how you want the sofa to look, maybe, or the color or the size or, or uh, if it should be beddable and, and things like that, but you don't search for a brand. Um, so that's one, one major, major difference. Another big one is obviously that furniture is super bulky. Um, mm-hmm. so it comes with, with other challenges when it comes to, to logistics and, and deliveries and returns. And then one thing that's quite similar is that there are really no limits in, 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 in the amount of products available if you look at it from European or even global perspective, there's a gazillion of different sofas to be had. <laughs> uh and they're super big and super bulky and you really can't you can't have everything in stock. So um a lot a big portion of, of um of products are are uh, either like made to order or, or built upon demand or, or uh, drop ship solutions. So that adds a lot of complexity to to um to the logistics and deliveries.
0: Yeah, so looking at the, the amount of products that you sell at Trademax, I, I guess that you are really have a long-tail strategy when it comes to the assortment, right?
2: Yeah, that's correct. Um, we believe that, that the greatest assortment is, is a really, really big competitive advantage and we would like to keep uh, to keep this, this distance that we have compared to our competitors there. So since there are uh, a never-ending um, amount of, of available uh, furniture, we believe that if we have if you can find most ones uh in our sites uh there's the biggest chance that you will you will uh find exactly uh the sofa you want yeah uh instead of uh, really choosing the 25 or 250 sofas we believe is the most popular or the most popular uh if we have 10,000 instead uh it's much more likely that 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 you will find exactly uh the product that you want yeah and this is possible due to all these the um, dropship solution and made, made made to order solutions
0: yeah and in order to find the products that are relevant for the user I mean they're also uh, with that kind of product huge product assortment uh, you must take use of technology to to sort of help you with that merchandising i guess
2: absolutely and and this is this is an important challenge for us of course um if you have 10,000 sofas, and even if you drill it down, if we are good at populating products with, with correct product data and stuff, that's the basics, obviously. So you can filter down towards a two-seat sofa with uh, made of leather, uh, for example, in a certain certain size. But even if, when you when you use these filters, you will get a lot of hits. You will still have to to scroll a lot of pages to see all 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 the products available, even if you you narrow it down. So, um, making sure that we're helping the user on this browsing quest is, 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 um, uh, super important to us. And we're on, we're on our way, but we have ways to go.
1: And the main scenarios we think would be when the customer exactly know what she wants, uh, or sort of knows, uh, what he or she wants. Or the last one looks for inspiration. Uh, so if we start with the first one, when someone knows exactly uh, what they want, what are your thoughts about that?
2: Well, if they know exactly what they want, the user likely uh, comes to us through Google or a comparison site. And it's uh, most often uh, an external brand, something that can be compared. Um, so they will end up on the product page in in, in many, many cases, uh, in the first touch point with with, with trademarks, for example. But uh, obviously, we we might have a user that, that that visits us and just wants to find this product, and then then the search become become the the, the key uh, to showing this specific product. This is kind of simple. I think most most uh, decent web uh, websites can can achieve this. So it's uh, um, that's the simplest one, uh, but also the the least common one, I'd say, in in uh, our world of furniture.
0: And what would you say um, if, if someone comes to your start page and they know exactly what they want, uh, the relation in between how much you use search compared to sort of navigating in, in the category tree? Um, uh,
2: navigating is, is um, the biggest one for us. It's, it's more important than search if you look at it uh, overall uh, on our sites. Which is kind of natural you're 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 more into a browsing quest you don't know exactly what you want okay I don't have the specific numbers for it, but I think if you could isolate the users that know exactly what they want uh, and and uh, and also visit our start page I would be surprised if they uh, didn't use search in a much higher degree than than uh, than the average user a simple way to navigate this is important for all in all cases I'd say uh, so that would be the second one. But, but search definitely and making sure you're, you rank well in the search engines and in the, in the comparison sites for these specific products where they know exactly what product they want.
0: Okay. So so and, and we are going to number two here. You say when it's exactly it's a search, it could be an external search such as Google. It could be an internal search where you know the article number. Maybe you know the exact name of the product or the brand. And... If you sort of knows what you want, I know that it's outdoors, I know that is a sofa that I want to have on my terrace or so, I sort of could browse, drill down, maybe apply some filters and get some suggestions that might be relevant for me.
2: The first level here uh, is for us to make sure that we have all relevant product data so we can provide the user with an effective filtering uh, functionality. So you could drill down towards... Well, I would like to have a green three seat sofa. It should be between two and two point four meters and it should be uh leather or velvet or whatever. Yeah. That that's a starting point because and that that that's that's hard enough I'd say. Yeah. Making sure you have all that product data.
1: It feels like many companies work more with providing inspiration and we talked about it a little bit earlier as well. Um I mean there's a difference between whistle search, for example, for a specific product, if you have a pics uh, taken in store for example trying to find it online or if you use a picture from pinterest or something similar uh, and looking for some inspiration how does that affect product discovery you think
2: um, oh uh, if you start with the, the the visual search part personally um i don't think this is is super big at the moment uh even though i know there are some some um, uh, sites offering at the moment I think the technology might be there, but I don't think the, the, the usage is there, really. Will this happen in the future? Maybe. I think it's, it's super interesting, obviously. And once it becomes more integrated with, with the social platforms, etc., it might be, be a, a very, very important use case. If you look at the inspirational part, we also do do, do some own curated pages and, and trying to put, put interesting things together in a context um, manually. Uh, I think these things will will uh, continue uh, and probably even more actually because it adds value but then if you add this visual browsing on top of that uh, where you can find similar products well all of a sudden um, uh, the experience becomes becomes uh, much better and and we can show a lot more product and obviously then then uh, making the most out of of, of our edge which is having the, the, the greatest the greatest assortment.
0: I think the first industry that really adopted this uh, with shop the look and, and such for inspiration was the fashion industry. So what is your experience in that field, Frida?
1: Yeah, that is something that we, we talked about a little bit uh, in a previous episode uh, as well. And I think uh, there will be... Something that you might need to do uh, manually, uh, like shop the look, for example, or style with, as a visual merchandiser. Uh, but it also depends on maybe in in, in which uh, segment or, or product you're talking about. Some some products or some uh, product groups are are easier uh, to to style with with uh, with algorithms than than others. Uh, but I also think when we talked about uh, visual search, for example, I mean in fashion, quite. Be, can be quite difficult to determine what in the picture the customer is searching for. I mean, especially with styling such as layer on layer, for example, uh, or a trend. Uh, and if we have the trend now with a vest or a slip over over a top where the difficulty lies to determine if it's two piece look with a black vest and a, and a white top, or if it's just one multicolored top with different colors on sleeve and body. Uh, and that can, of course, be, be really difficult to to determine.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I mean there is a lot that has been done within that area, but as you say, uh, there is also layers—not just uh, when it comes to clothes, but la- layers of complexity to to continue uh, to explore as well. Uh, what do you say, Andreas? What are the um, what is special about selling furniture online? Uh, challenges, opportunities. You you already mentioned the the bulkiness and.
2: Uh, we try to define it in in. in Six different uh, different areas. So the assortment part, which we have mentioned, is, is one part of it. It's like how can we ensure we have an attractive assortment and capture uh, maximum customer demand? Uh, where where the market is, is is dominated by private label and is influenced by trends and the limitless choices. It's more or less like fashion with the added complexity of of, of bulkiness of products. So that's that's one thing. Uh, special about the 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 online furniture business and then uh, another one that's really close to to the fashion part is that um the user kind of often is is a browsing quest uh, and you might have emotion an idea a dream that you would like to transfer to concepts for your home instead of targeting a specific brand or a specific product so that's another another dimension and then another one is is like the trust part so it's it's quite a hard thing to to uh if you get the wrong sofa <laughs> you need to return it well that that's kind of a hassle yeah uh, compared to you getting the, the wrong size of a t-shirt yeah that's not a big deal but you you uh, you ordered a yellow sofa and and you 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 got the brown one uh well that's that's a problem and the next problem is that, that you have a 3 meter long sofa standing in your uh, uh in your home somewhere uh, and you want to get rid of it, uh, as, as, as quick as possible. And it's, well, it's a hassle. So you don't want to make any mistakes. Yeah. And if things go wrong, um, it's, it's much worse than if it go wrong, uh, a t-shirt. So the trust there is important, which is one, not everything, but it's at least, uh, it's one part, um, of our strategy of also, um, having quite a few showrooms all over Sweden and a few in Finland.
0: Have you started using AR as well, so you can sort of project and see whether a piece of furniture fits your room or so?
2: Yeah, we actually do. We do have that on on a on a on a few products, at least the the, the the big sellers. Okay. So that that's a kind of a cool cool functionality. You should try it yourself. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of a lot of things to do uh, with 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 that technique as well. Uh, I think it will grow bigger over time. Uh, but I still, still think that already it's already useful, although uh, although it will be a lot better in, in the future, of course. But that is the confidence to buy part is another thing um, that is a little bit different here than than uh, if you sell a, a, C- a CD or a DVD or, or, or for fashion. And then, kind of obvious as well, the inventory management with all these bulky goods is is different and the fulfillment part. And then, as we have touched based a few times, the traffic generation will be a bit different uh, since there are no or no there are limited amounts of specific product searches. So you will apply different strategies compared to if you sell famous famous external brands. If you have a lot of private label and uh, no specific product searches, uh, that's also a pretty big difference.
1: So uh, trying to to wrap up things, uh, what is in the future for for Trademax? Do you see?
2: Oh, um, a lot of things. I hope um, <laughs> for all our all our HFM brands. I think well, all uh, we'll are touched based on 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 the assortment being uh, being a key thing for us and making sure we have the greatest assortment. And that is that is something we will continue to work with and, and making sure that we are even better in the future, especially compared to to all the competition, of course. So um, that that will be a, an important thing. On top of that, uh, I see a lot of things that we need to do, and we will get better on. When it comes to the customer experience uh, as a whole, obviously all the browsing parts we were talking about, but but also uh, when it comes to logistics, the deliveries and the product quality and things like that, these things have to be be better. I think in the whole online furniture industry, it is more complex than than selling selling um, dvds or or, or whatever. Uh, but still, I think the customer experience have to be better, uh, and we have a lot of things going on there, making sure we are running as fast as possible uh making sure making sure we increase increase this customer experience and making it the best possible one uh online i also think there are a lot of opportunities uh, selling furniture and and uh interior things online uh these days if you look at how things looked for like 10 years ago ikea was was totally dominant and and the obvious um go-to place for furniture i think they might still be but but i think um when, when uh, the sales are quite quickly uh, moving online, well, this is a new a new playing field, and there are other things you can compete with, for example, the assortment. So IKEA won't have this um, extreme uh, extreme advantage of, of being the place where everyone starts their journey anymore. I think you will start online. You will start, let's say, you start at Google. Okay. And then then when uh, you're in a different position, then. And if, if the user actually started at the IKEA store and, and uh, if they didn't find what they wanted, they will look some, somewhere else. Now they start somewhere else and you have a good chance already in the beginning. Yeah. Um, so a lot of opportunities to grow online. Uh, also, the online sales uh, of furniture is still quite underdeveloped. So um, uh, I think the transition to online will go rather fast
0: needless to say a lot of opportunities and uh, we want to thank you for being on the show Andreas Uh, really interesting and we wish you happy selling
2: all right thank you take care
1: To be up to date with podcast-related matters, please follow our LinkedIn page. And if you want to participate in discussions or recommend topics and guests, please join our Facebook group as well. Just search for Radically Smarter Commerce and you will find us. And of course, if you want to contact me or Thomas directly, you can always reach out on LinkedIn.
0: And you find this podcast on all platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Acast as well as at RadicallySmarterCommerce.com. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you like the podcast it helps us to find new listeners and you can also follow aptus at linkedin instagram facebook and twitter see you in 2 weeks